Hey everyone, this is Vern Davis, and I'm your host of Plant Profits. And Plant Profits is brought to you by Protus Global. And I'm excited to have uh, my next guest in the house today. Uh, my next guest runs a cool business that's necessary, and I can't wait to dig into it because what he's addressing in the cannabis space is so, so very important in times like now when, when we're trying to expand the business and more um, operators are coming online, et cetera. Uh, his company runs a supply chain software, uh, a top-rated uh, dispensary and delivery point-of-sale system, and, and pretty much seed-to-sale uh, technology, an ERP system that uh, they created. The name of the company is Blaze. My guest uh, is the CEO, Christopher Violas. And we're going to call him Chris on this show. I don't. I think he'd be uncomfortable if I call him Christopher. How yeah, you doing, man? man? I am doing well, Vern. Excited to be on here with you. And yeah, please, Chris, all day long. Um, <laughs> my mom, my dad called me Christopher. So let's, let's stay away from that one. <laughs> let's, let's do that. Let's do that. So you're out in California. You started your business out in California. Or did you did you start in California? Is that where your family originated, grew up? That's where you grew up, et cetera? Yeah, man. Let's uh let's let's dive into the background. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, yeah. you know, speaking of family, it's I'm yeah. super blessed, man. I get to work with my my father every day. He's a big okay. part of our business today and a big part of the big part of the founding story. So we'll get into that. Yeah. But um, yeah, born and raised in Southern California, um, okay. you know, started off as a soccer player, man. That's what I wanted to do with my life. So uh, went to, a little guy, soccer, yeah, little guy. Yeah. exactly. Started early, man. Went to a really good high school down here for soccer called Servite. Um, Where's that at? Where's that located? That's in, it's in Anaheim, California. Okay. Um, got so to play. Uh, Cal- you were, were you in Southern California or did you move down to go to that high school for soccer? Nope. Was down here. It's a little far. It's about a 30 minute drive from where I grew up, but not, you know, not horrible. No, um, not but I had a really, that. really good opportunity, man. I got to play for the, uh, the state team for California. I got into the U S men's national nice. pool and then yeah. got recruited up to Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. And that's, that's really where the journey hits for me, man. Um, yeah. so oh, I was, a. that's, that's, I love that part of the world. Dude, that Central it, Coast, it's man. Beautiful. Is the Central Coast a beautiful part of the world? It's a it's a sacred place. It's beautiful. Every time <laughs> I go back there, man, it's uh, I got I got a lot of fun memories up there. But uh, yeah, went up there to go play soccer. Um, you know, I was goalkeeper, so played a little bit my freshman year. Really? And you were a goalie. Were you always a goalie? I always That's... wondered how do people become a damn goalie? Dude, how you start you, off. How did you get that? Are you are you because you're tall and long, or is it because you 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 were smart enough not to have to run for ninety minutes? What is it? I mean, what? that's awesome, man. Well, it started off being too slow first off, <laughs> and then from there, now I uh, I'm, I'm not huge. I'm about six one, so decent size, but uh, I'm I'm really quick side to side, and so okay. for me that was that was uh, that was a big thing. My reaction times obviously pretty pretty good, so yeah. I just naturally kind of fell into it. I had a coach one day I said, "Hey, go play goalie," and I just loved it and i love the strategy behind it and i think that uh-huh. that's definitely kind of uh that stuck with me throughout this uh this journey here in my career but uh you you know what i think that a lot of people underestimate let's <laughs> underestimate uh, just don't understand what a goalie's doing <laughs> right when the ball's on the other side of the field right yep. you know there there's a lot there's a lot to 
visualizing what's next and what's going to happen before it happens, right? 100%, man. You're moving the defense around, right? You're keeping track of uh, some yeah. of those forwards, some of those players moving, and those fast breaks. So I, I just loved it, man. I had a great time. Um, sophomore year is kind of where the story for me starts. Um, ended up breaking my right wrist uh, twice my sophomore year, which was not fun. Uh, How did start you do that? On a roll? Just taking so many shots. I mean, when we would go into yeah. practice, you know, our practices were three hours long. I would probably take three, 400 shots. And um, I just, you know, took one, a couple, uh, a one practice, it's really close range. And just, I got what's called a, a boxer's fracture, which is a uh, break your scaphoid bone. It's a small bone in the wrist. It takes forever to heal because there's just no blood yeah. supply. So, um, you know, sat through the season, uh, ended up getting rehabbed in a postseason, And then sure enough, three weeks in, broke it again. And so that was, uh, that was a tough year for me just mentally, but you know, at the wow. time I was in the school business there, really focused on information systems and yeah. kind of saw my dad just blowing up in his career. And I'm like, what, what's going on? I knew he, yeah. he's been in, he's been a campus attorney since 2002. So he's been around for a bit, but okay. he really started to take off around 2010, okay. um, down okay. here, getting, getting folks set up, legitimizing, you know, the medical prop 215 space and just said, Hey, like, you know, I haven't smoked cannabis. I tried to, I ordered some cannabis through weed maps back in the day on 2010. And just, yeah. I had such an odd experience. Um, guy showed up three days late, didn't have the product I wanted. Everything was all janky. And I was like, this is not what I know to be, you know, cannabis. And so right. I saw a huge opportunity to get into the operation space. And so I actually wrote my dad a business plan to start cannabis, which was the delivery service on the central coast. Yeah. Uh, he gave me a 30K loan. We got this thing fired up. We brought some <laughs> fire hydro uh, cannabis up from Long Beach uh, from okay. some, of his, some of his clients. And okay. uh, the, the Central Coast. Now, when was, was this? When, when this, was this? Because this is, this is your foray into uh, cannabis. Now, yeah. let me just make sure I understand. This was not because uh, you broke your wrist and uh, there was some there was some drugs you did not enjoy taking pres prescription drugs and, 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 and you started experimenting with and see what cannabis would do to help you. So what, what was the story here? Yeah, the story was, look, I mean, again, no, I didn't have any problem with pain. It was not like I was taking okay. opiates or anything like that. Um, I just really enjoyed the plant. Um, okay. and I really enjoyed watching, you know, this, this kind of start to take, take some track. Um, obviously dove in pretty, pretty quickly here. So by 2011, um, I'm in my junior year, decided, Hey, at this point, uh, yeah. I'm going to focus on business. I'm going to focus on information systems. So I you know, got that business started with my yeah. father junior year. And I'm in the back of, uh, my class, uh, dispatching drivers, kind of, you know, designing databases, doing my thing at the same time. And hey, man, you know, I we, gotta ask, were you able to turn some of the things you were doing in real life into classroom? work. That's why I felt like what I was doing was so important. You know, Cal yeah. Poly's got this, this saying, learn by doing. And I felt yeah. like I literally was deploying that in uh, when, you know, I launched Cannabis. And I'm not going to say it was perfect at the start, but frankly, we blew up pretty quickly. Um, okay. You know, we weren't going after the students. That was not our target market. We're selling $60.8 back in 2011. So this was going out to the winemakers out there, right? Okay. The retired folks out there. Those were kind okay. of our, our clientele. We ended up Going from you know myself driving to all of a sudden six drivers covering all the way from just north of Santa Barbara up to Paso Robles. Oh, and, nice! Um, yeah, you know at that point, at that point yeah. when we probably my senior year, so about twenty 
2013, I just realized like, Hey, I'm using like all of a sudden 10 different softwares to take online orders, to dispatch my drivers, to just track inventory. Like it was a mess. Um, and so I realized, Hey, we got to solve this problem. And here's the real opportunity here. Having been in that operator's footprint, having gone through those problem sets, it was pretty clear to me, um, you know, what I was going to do. Yeah. Absolutely. No, it's great. But you you got some. So first you chose information systems. Is that just an interest? Uh, yeah, you were you did it in college. Were you interested in, like in high school or middle school in the totally. IT technology? OK, so yeah. this this is why you chose that. And it turned out to be very relevant into your life's work, obviously. And, and but but you're you did you you had some important jobs. I mean, you you graduated from school and uh, did you keep cannabis? Did you did you keep that business mm-hmm. rolling as you got into corporate? So it's really interesting. This is, you know, senior year, we have to do this, what's called the senior thesis or senior project at Cal Poly. And so I wrote what was called 420 Connect, which is now Blaze. And essentially it's a blueprint for the software, you know, database architecture, kind of functional designs, requirements, things of that nature. And I was like, at this point, I need to get my hands really dirty in tech. Yes, I can solve and I can pinpoint, you know, problem sets in an operator's world, but how are we going to build this? And so luckily, you know, I had an opportunity to sell the business back right when I graduated uh, at the end of 2013. And, um, you know, I was like, all right, this thing's done well for me. Let's go ahead and sell it. I need to go dive in and get my foray into, in kind of the corporate technology world and got a buyer, sold it, um, had a clean cut, which is great. And then I get into the ad agency world. So I got hired right out of college, which I was honestly shocked, but it was awesome. <laughs> uh, at a, at well, this at is a, 2013, 14, right? This was, yeah. mm-hmm. yep. yeah. so, yeah. so, uh, get hired at a you know top tier ad agency called Rosetta. And we, we like to call it a yeah. digital experience agency. Cause yes, there's ad agencies that, you know, you think of, um, that, um, uh, all the kind of marketing, uh, crazy stuff. We actually built technology experiences specifically. Mm-hmm. And so, I got hired in as a business analyst, which you can kind of think of them as uh, building the requirements. They would almost like the architect of the software, essentially. Um, So I got to work uh, with uh, Rosetta. Samsung was the team I was on, and we did some massive business with Samsung. We're talking 70 mil a year. We ran Samsung.com. You know, you get the new phones out and you see this really sexy photos and videos. Like our team was actually shooting that in-house as production. Um, same with, you know, the TVs. And then what we would do is we would take those and deploy them across Samsung.com. We'd deploy them across Best Buy or Verizon, all the channel carriers. And, you know, we walk into those stores like Verizon or Best Buy and you kind of play with the phones. Yeah. Well, we're actually getting a lot of data on that. And so my first project was actually designing some of the software to gather that data, get that back to the warehouse or data warehouse for Samsung uh, for the data scientists to work on. So, what kind of data did you get that was useful for me know, walking in? Maybe I'm waiting on my phone mm-hmm. uh, to get repaired or I'm picking it up and I'm in line and I, I step over to the side and I start punching around on the phone. We can see some interesting things, right? So we could see uh, in terms of, hey, who's that person touching it? We could actually get some data on that. And that's in conjunction with the, 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 the partners, right? Whether it be Best Buy or Verizon, each has their own privacy policies and whatnot. But we can actually pretty close identify, you know, hey, Vern, you're, you're male, right? You've got, um, in this case, maybe uh, Gmail on your phone. You've got Snapchat or Instagram. We can kind of see that data. And so really? we would try to create some profiles around, you know, these specific users. So that was my first kind of project there. Um, and then from there, we got into more of, 
you know, hey, you want to learn what this phone can do, like the tools and whatnot on the phones. We yeah. built like kind of walkthroughs and things of that nature. Um, but I did that for about two years. And what's really cool about that is I got hired from my CTO, who's now at Blaze here. So there's a oh, whole, that is, that whole hey, wrap around I'm here. You what, the relationships but, and life and it all go, it all does this weird, weird, it's weird. It's wild. Yeah. Hey, look, I'm telling you, I'm enjoying this conversation. My my guest today is Chris Violas, and he is the CEO of Blaze. We're going to take a quick break, come right back. I'm Vern Davis, and I'm your host here at Plant Profits, and Plant Profits is brought to you by Protus Global. We'll be right back. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Hey, welcome back. I'm Vern Davis. I'm your host of Plant Profits, and my guest today is Chris Violas. He's the CEO of Blaze, and uh, we're just talking, you know, uh, this this young man uh, created a business uh, out of a real need in the marketplace like entrepreneurs do, sold it, said, hey, I'm going to go learn, learn some stuff on somebody else's dime, basically, <laughs> and I got this cool idea I'm going to come back to one day. So uh, I think that's exactly what happened, but I may be wrong. Am I doing well, Chris? You're doing well, man. Uh, <laughs> got to, you know, yeah, we just, we left out talking about kind of how I got in technology and, yeah. you know, I was really just honestly blessed to have this opportunity and, and dig in with such a great team at Rosetta. Um, you know, we, uh, about two years into that job, I actually moved into the sales side, the account management yeah. side. So I was just working so closely with the client, you know, Hey, they want to do these crazy concepts, these crazy build outs for technology. So yeah. I'd be in there, I'm capturing requirements. I'm trying to build what they want. Um, but then I was like, you know, what? I want to sell this thing. I can do this too. So, yeah. um, moved into the account management and that's, uh, did that for about a year and a half and just fell in love with sales, right? Fell in love with technology sales specifically. That's a whole different beast when you take that on. And, um, you know, I had a, my, my last project there, I think it's worth mentioning because it, it deals with kind of retail innovation. I think it's really brought into, we brought that feeling into our business here at Blaze. But, uh, okay. if you're ever out in New York, um, one of the best, one of the biggest projects I worked on when I was at Rosetta was this building um, that Samsung built as their flagship retail store called, you know, uh, Samsung Washington 837 is the building. It's actually the street name in New York City. It's across from the standard Highline Hotel. Mm -hmm. um, it's where Rihanna and Jay-Z Jay debuted their album back in the day. Mm -hmm. um, and essentially, it's a five-story building. It's interactive retail. So you can actually go in there and test entire, you know, ecosystem of products, whether it be, you know, the connected uh, smartphones, the TVs, the refrigerators, the whole nine yards. Um, but that was a project that if you ever go in that building, you'll see it's, it's just, it's crazy. Um, and we had so much fun with that. That was, that was a big project that I took on the last little bit of my career. And if you're out there, you know, shout out to Samsung, they're a great team. Um, get to check, check that out. And I think that really inspired me like, Hey, what else can we do in retail? We're just getting started. I mean, this is a one-off building that we went crazy on, but how can we actually bring those kind of experiences back into the dispensary? How can we bring that back into the world? And so okay. that was a lot of inspiration for me. And then um, you mentioned Amazon. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, a, that was a, you did a lot in a short period of time there. So you came yeah. in as, what was your role when you first came into Amazon? So I started as a sales rep. I was an account manager out and specifically in the San Francisco area. So we're talking the hottest of the hottest startups, right, yeah. in San Francisco. So I came in, um, you know, managing that territory. Um, I think it's worth saying, like, right before 
I jumped over to Amazon. I had about a, a month and a half to move from slow or San Francisco, Central Coast, California up to San Francisco. That's when we broke ground on the code for Blaze. That's oh. when I recruited my CTO, my, my old boss at Rosetta, which is now our CTO here, Blaze Mondo. He's, he's fantastic. Awesome. Um, he came and joined the crew and it was myself, my father, uh, Mon, we're designing this thing. He kind of read my senior project and started, we, we started laying the framework for it, the groundwork for it. So that was but, that little space, six weeks in between uh, one opportunity and going to Amazon, you decide how you're going to, you're going to dive into that project and, and, and dial it back up. hundred percent, man. And, you yeah. know, I had this proceeds from selling that dispensary. So we, we literally put everything that we had from that sale back into this business, right. To get it funded, to get it going. So right. um, obviously we wanted to make sure we had enough time, get things going. As you can imagine on the timeline, 2016, we started to see some movement on uh, changing uh, uh, the medical program into a recreational program here in California, right? Prop 64 that really started that whole movement really started in 2016. So I got excited. I thought, Hey, now's the time to hit it. Um, so we, we got that going. Um, obviously I was not coding. So, um, my day job was selling a server, selling infrastructure at AWS. I did that for the first two years and man, I got to work some of the coolest companies. You might, you may have heard of a few, uh, credit karma when they're a team of 10, Robin yeah. Hood finance when they're a team of yeah. 20. Um, wow. I mean, I just got to work with these early stage startups to make sure that, you know, we help them not only make sure that their tech would run nonstop on these servers in the cloud, but could scale, they could do machine learning, they could do all these things. Um, and then through that, uh, the last year and a half, I got recruited into this really cool team at Amazon called, uh, the startup team, startup business development team. It was kind of a new team. Um, and I got picked just because of my experience with startups and what I was mm -hmm. doing in San Francisco. But our job as business developers on that was to work with basically these accelerators and incubators out of the West Coast. Specifically, that was my assignment. So mm -hmm. you may have heard of this uh, this accelerator uh, called Y Combinator. Um, yeah. Pretty massive, pretty massive uh, accelerator at, this, at yeah. the moment. But my job is to work with all those early, early stage startups, make sure they're on AWS, make sure they were well architected for scale. So when they did get that funding, they could just crank and not have to worry about downtime. I'll have to worry about their system failing. So I just, I mean, I was, I got to work with some great founders. I'm super stoked to see these companies successful today, but that was the last year and a half for me there. No, that's great. That's great. Now, so it, you left there, you went into Blaze. So tell me about the exit there and the transition into man, I'm going to do this thing again. I'm going to jump both feet right now. Yeah, yeah. Dude, absolutely. So, you know, uh, as I mentioned, we started building software and like, I mean, we didn't get much code laid down in 2016, but we started in 2016. Yeah. Really the code hit in 2017. All of a sudden, you know, in 2018, we had a product. Um, okay. And so, you know, through my father's network, you know, I was lucky uh -huh. to be like, hey, we need a couple of dispensaries, man, to test this thing out. Let's see if this actually works. Yeah. Uh, so we got into a couple of shots, you know, called the the alpha phase of our product. Okay. Uh, definitely had to adjust some things. And then um, by 2018, we hired our first sales rep and okay. we started moving products. All of a sudden, by the end of 2018, we had about 30 customers on the platform. Like, damn, I think we can, I, I think this thing's got legs. I think this thing can work. Um, so we started looking for outside capital late 2018. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I was so fortunate to come across this crew out of uh, Los Angeles called Act One Ventures. Uh, they're Act not one? a candidate. Act One Ventures, Act right? Act One. Gotcha. Okay. Correct. Yeah. So Michael Silton down there, Alejandro, um, they're, the, they're the main principals at that firm. Um, 
they take their, their job is early stage startups, right? They take some big bets, big risks, and they've been massively successful. I venture to say they're probably one of the best, most successful early stage um, firms in Southern California right now. Wow. Um, but I, you know, just hit it off with that crew. We ended up securing our seed round of funding on 420s when I got the term sheet. Of oh, 20. you're killing on 420. I think they did that on purpose. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's cool. We uh, were able to secure that. And what that allowed me to do was jump shit from Amazon full time. I had left in uh, early May and was mm-hmm. dedicated from now on to Blaze, to this project, to making this company successful. Man, that was 2018. That was 2019, April 2019. 2019. That was 2019. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's great. So, so now we, we got Blaze. So you saw this need, you knew it was coming. Um, and so just kind of break down what is Blaze. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I thank you for that opportunity because I want to make yeah. sure I, I set this up properly. Yeah. Look, we, our whole thesis having, you know, my father been in the industry, he's a big part of business today as our general counsel. So okay. him and I share a lot of the same vision. We've talked so much and we've seen some companies be really successful mm-hmm. on the operation side. And so our main thesis was we want to be a true verticalized software. We want to provide software, not only for, you know, the delivery service, the, 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 the retailers of the world, and we'll get into that, okay. but we want to go all the way down to the grower. We want to get into the distributor, right? We want to get into the provide um, a software. Someone, a company does want to go full vertical in terms of controlling the supply chain, controlling distribution, controlling the you know customer experience. We can See, be that's that quite messy. I mean, if you look at it all, it's quite messy. It's a lot, man. These are different yeah. problems. There's a lot of different problem sets. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a lot to tackle. We, we knew that, but we had to start somewhere, right? right? And so retail and delivery specifically was where we started. Um, okay. That to me was. Um, a need that I realized early on, like delivery can be massively successful, right? You got Amazon starting to look at two hour delivery back in the day. And that was just mm-hmm. mind blowing. Yet you've got cannabis operators like myself that got yelled at if we were 30 minutes, if we're over 30 minutes for a delivery, it was like, what's going on here? This is a big problem. Yet most people love that convenience. So we really doubled down on delivery. We really doubled down on retail early on. Okay. Um, and it's, it's definitely pay dividends for us. But beyond, beyond those products, we actually acquired our, what we call Blaze Grow. This is our cultivation suite of software. So, you know, as a cultivator, you can go ahead and, you know, either plant via seed, you can take a cutting, we're going to track, right. That, that progress of that plant all the way up to harvest post harvest, right. We're going to take that, we're going to package it and we're going to invoice it, right. We've got to sell it at some point. I'm going to manage that inventory. So I was really fortunate to come across Kai Kirk. Um, he's currently our chief product officer at Blaze. Okay. Uh, can't say enough about that guy, but he has you know ownership in a two hundred fifty thousand square foot grow out of Salinas, California. So Monterey, okay. um, yeah. To be clear, and uh, a distribution center. So we we had some really awesome um, insights into scale you know, these kind of problems at scale. And he built the software. I saw this thing. I was like, dude. You're, you're underfunded, but this is beautiful. Let's figure out how we can make this work. And so we decided to join forces right after we got the funding um, uh, in, in April of uh, 2019. So at this point, you know, we had both ends of the supply chain at this point. We, we're missing the middle yet. Wait, wait a minute. But, so, yeah. So let's just recap here. So, you, got so it. you know, initially you saw the need at, at retail and delivery. That, that's, that's where your head was. Then you went all the way to the back end of the supply chain, right? So are you you were now with the cultivator, right? Correct. We're now now with the cultivator. So let's 
So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to pick up and you're going to get a chance to, and I'm going to love this, Chris, you're going to get a chance to tie this baby together. Uh, and you'll have some time to do that. Hey, I'm, I'm Vern Davis and I'm your host of Plant Profits. And uh, we're, we're really excited that we have Chris Violas, the CEO of Blaze with us uh, today. And we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. Uh, Produce Global brings you Plant Profits. And my guest today, uh, Mr. Chris Violas. And we've had some, man, he's got a really interesting story. Uh, this guy hadn't said it yet, but he was he was born with this entrepreneur streak. And um, he's activated it several times in his short life. You know, he's a young guy. He's done some really terrific things. So uh, look, uh, Chris, we, we were talking about how you looked at developing this product and the objective was to get end to end. So you started out at the, at the, you know, at the consumer part of the business and now you're, you're back with the plant. So t- tell me more. Yeah, so uh, look, long story short here, we obviously wanted to tackle the entire supply chain. And yeah. so uh, I've been blessed enough to have some really cool folks around me um, that have exposed me to, you know, the grow, the distros of the world, manufacturers of the world. And so, yeah. uh, you know, you kind, of, you kind of fast forward to where we're at today, right, in, in 2021 and, or 2022, rather, excuse me. Um, and it's crazy. We've, you know, on the retail side have just been super successful. We've got about 24% of the retail market in California running on Blaze today. Uh, if you look at that segment, you double click into that, about 33% of the deliveries in California are being powered by Blaze behind the scenes. And so for us, we've just seen some tremendous amount of success here in California, um, obviously with our grow product as well, our distribution product now, which is, you know, a California specific product. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's all starting to come together, which is beautiful. So um, we're excited. We're starting to expand out of California. We've mm. now got presence in Colorado, Massachusetts. I think oh, about 12, nice. states, 12 yeah. states in total. Um, and look, we're, we've got one more product that we're not, we're about to launch here in March of this year, which is called Blaze Manufacturing. So we're stoked on that. Um, essentially, Can you know, you these tell are, us about it. I mean, this yeah, is great. This is news. Give us something this, here. This is news, man. I got, uh-huh. I got some, some others for you too, but uh, okay, good. as far as Blaze Manufacturing, right? You got the, yeah. uh, uh, let's call it the edible makers, edible makers of the world, the concentrate okay. makers of the world, right? There's okay. to, they're world-class nowadays. I mean, it's, it's incredible if you've ever been in these facilities, right? Yeah. They're, they're very dialed in from what they're doing. Well, they actually need to track every single step of this process. They need to track all the raw materials going in, right? Mm-hmm. In case there's a recall, let's call it on eggs or, or whatever piece, we need to be able to track that all back, unwind it, understand where things went wrong. We also need to understand, you know, if I go ahead and put in, call it two pounds of cannabis into this mm-hmm. concentrate, what's my yield? What's actually going on here? So, yeah. We allow uh, Blaze Manufacturing is going to allow to, all that tracking. We're also going to track, you know, the workers essentially that are doing this, so that we can actually get a, uh, total cost of production, which is unique to, to Blaze. At least we feel today. So total of, cost production, right? I and mean, that includes the, it's everything. Yeah, I'm talking. You know, as soon as someone starts a task, we start tracking that time. Okay. Part of uh, these manufacturers' issues here is they've got this thing called uh, it's IRS uh, 280E, right? Which is basically you're trying to put as much cost production or at least track as much as you can so you can reduce your tax uh, liability. And so for us, that's a really important thing 
Beyond that, we're tracking the inventory, the raw materials. And then once everything's packed, packaged, ready to go, we are then tracking the invoicing, the sales, all that, that side of the house. So we're excited about this. This thing's been in the works for a while. We call it Skunk Works, but we're bringing it out um, into Alpha here, call it in, in March. And um, that's going to complete the supply chain for us. So at that point, we'll have you know Blaze Grow at the start, which is the cultivators. Yeah. That will then go to what we usually would call the, the distributor, right? Mm-hmm. So Blaze Distros, our product there. Okay. Would then move it to the manufacturer, Blaze Manufacturing, and then from there back to the distro once the package is ready, and then out to the retail, right, or out to the delivery service to go get to the consumer. So that's that's the supply chain, you know. And uh, I will plug, you know, along the way, especially on the retail side, there's just so many things you have to do at retail. It's so difficult yeah. in terms of hey, your system can't go down. It's got to work like now, right? Absolutely. Consumers in front of you. Yeah. So we've been we've been fortunate to to work with some great partners. We've got about sixty integrated partners today. I know you had Jeff on from Spring Big uh, yeah. Yeah. a little bit ago. Uh, we're actually dropping a press release today uh, for some uh, for some uh, enhanced integration work that we've been doing with that team. But uh, whoa, you whoa, know, whoa, whoa, whoa. Go, go go deeper. Come on. Yeah. So essentially, with Spring Big, right? They're tracking loyalty, right? Yeah. And so as a consumer, you, you go into dispensaries, you buy, you start to build up this this wallet of rewards. Well. How do you redeem them? And so what we what we saw with Jeff was, hey, we want a seamless process for redemption in the store. Okay. So if someone can walk up with their phone, we scan their Springbig app or scan yeah. the Springbig QR code, and boom, right away, it's all integrated. Just discount applies, rewards apply. We then report that back to our reporting backend, so the accountants know where this discount came from, what it was. So um, we just dropped that. Super excited, and that team's been fantastic great. to work with. So, so that's happening. That's going live today. You'll see a drop today. Guys, we just got news on plant profits by the relationship with 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 Spring Dig and Blaze. Yeah, oh, man. We're, that's great. We're, we're pumped. Oh, that's awesome, man. That that is that is that is so cool. So it, it just give me a couple of short strokes about you know, there's we've we've had some on here, uh seed to sell, sure, you know, ERP systems. Uh why blaze? If I if I'm out there shopping it, why why, why am I choosing Blaze? Look, I think it comes down to team, product, and just you know market fit essentially. So I think our team, if you look at our our, our executive staff, you look at our team, just all the way down, you've got a number of cannabis operators in the business. So we we've been there, we've done this stuff, right? We actually know what problem set we're solving. Um, additionally, we've got some of the best technologists that I believe, and I've worked with quite a many, quite a few of them. Okay. Um, in the industry. So I think that team fit is just, it's beautiful. Um, look, a lot of what we do is compliance work. We have to keep these folks, these dispensaries compliant, right? We don't want someone to oversell a, a state limit. We actually have a dedicated compliance team within a team of four, actually, it's not a small team um, that looks at keeping up to date with these, uh, with these new regs that are coming out. Like you look at Denver or Colorado, for example, in Jan 1st, they all of a sudden dropped you know, some new state limits for medical patients. We were the only POS that caught that ahead of time and were ready to go in Colorado on January 1st. And so things like that, I think are making a huge okay. difference in separating us. Those are facts. That's awesome. Yeah. Beyond that though, it's our technology. Look, we've built this and I'll get a little technology uh, focused here, but we built this, what's called a microservice architecture. Long story short, APIs for everything. And so as yeah. these companies get bigger, right? These MSOs, 
they start to build IT teams in her, internally. They want to start to plug into Blaze and control stuff on, you know, what however they want to control it based off their 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 needs. Mm-hmm. You can actually use Blaze without even logging into Blaze just through yeah. the API set. And I think that's extremely powerful. That's how we've got all these partners today. That's how we've got cool things with Spring Big going, cool things with Weed Maps and IR Chain. Um, so I think the API support is just fantastic. I think that's going to separate us and it has been um, uh, through the product. And then look, uh, I hate to say it, but there's not many seed to sale players left. A lot of folks are either focused on point of sale directly, yeah. or focused on grow. Yeah. You're not seeing someone really take that whole thing on. And frankly, we, we bet big on that early on and starting to pay dividends. So we're a single stop shop, one solution for any operator to come in. And you know we've proven we can do the scale. There's, there's no doubt. We processed yeah. over a billion dollars last year just on the retail side. Man, so, that is that that is, is I love the spring big stuff. I, I love the interaction with the consumer and yep. and and being able to for the retailer to get that kind of data uh, about what's happening with consumers and and the effect of their this their, uh, of their promotions. Right. And I want to I want to talk on data, man, because I, I last little thing I got to push here is uh, you got. It, is Blaze Insights, man. So we, we've, we've been yeah. sitting on a trove of data, right? And it's our customer's data, right? It's our dispensaries, yeah. our operators' data. But we, we need to better help them understand that data, better help them get dig through that understanding trend line. So I'm really excited. Uh, in February, we're dropping what's called Blaze Insights, which is going to be our new kind of BI tool, business intelligence tool yeah. for these operators. So we're not only going to do that, but the second phase of that is to get some data back to the brands, right? So uh-huh. you know, imagine if uh, the Viola is... They need of the it. world can yeah. better understand their product, right? Better understand their consumers. So um, we're, we're just doing a lot right now. We're stoked on the team. You know, we're about 65 wide on the teams. We're investing heavily into them. And, um, you know, I'm just really excited where we're going. This year is going to be a breakout year for Blaze. Oh, that's great. Man, it's so great having you here, Chris. My guest today on Plant Profits, Chris Violas, the CEO of Blaze. And Blaze is blazing. You guys are getting it done. I love it. Stay with me here, Chris. Uh, thank you all for joining us, um, you know, on Plant Profits today. And uh, we really had a nice chat. Got a lot of insight about what's really going on in this very important uh, supply chain opportunity uh, in the cannabis space. Uh, you can download and you can find Plant Profit Podcasts by going to CannabisRadio.com. Uh, you can go anywhere you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, all major podcast portals will have Plant Profits. And you can follow Protus Global uh, through all social media networks, the whole platform, LinkedIn, Insta, Facebook, Twitter, we're out there. And you can finally, by checking us out, learn how Protus Global is building companies and how we're changing the lives of the workforce. And you can find us at protusglobal.com. That's P-R-O-T-I-S global.com. Until next time, I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. Cheers. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.